Hey, it's the latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Paula is out again this week, but we have a special guest sitting in with me today. It is my son, Tyler. We get to know him a little bit. And who does he cast as his mother in the film about his life? We'll find out. All of this plus some ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 487. Ugh! <laughs> no Ugg from you. Okay. So. Paula is sick. Olivia was sick. Now Paula is sick. She thinks she's got the COVID. We don't think she does, but you never know. So she went and got a test. Hopefully she'll be back for the Sunday show to tell us all about her experience getting tested. But in the meantime, I have a special guest, the esteemed one of the trio <laughs> from the uh, a very successful podcast, Middle class film class. That's right. It's a little podcast. bit of a tongue, tongue twister right there. <laughs> Tyler of Tyler's Rage is here with us today <laughs> to sit in, aka my son, my firstborn. My, well, you we don't have to pull the curtain back. My that, child, my favorite. I, <laughs> my favorite. According to the rest of the family, he's my favorite. Well, he's that, just that, a boy. That, that is true. Well, we do a survey every holiday season to see oh. if the favorite has changed. <laughs> According to the other children in the family, you reign supreme. So, oh, okay. As you will recall, when we have our Thanksgiving, they're like, who's the favorite this year? Our, fam- our, our famous Thanksgiving dinners. Our infamous Thanksgiving dinners, which we're thinking about recording. I uh, suggest it, uh, nay demand, <laughs> that we record our conversations. All right, so I have spoken about Tyler off and on during the show, but nothing too specific. So we're going to get to know Tyler today a little bit more. Uh, he claims that his podcasting skills have improved. Oh, that's very true. So that's good news. But, um, okay, so really quick, do you do Reddit, Tyler? Oh, of course. Okay. I, I, I'm an avid Reddit user. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm somewhat new to Reddit. Oh. And I have 2.6 thousand karmas. 2.6. 2.6K. That's that's good. 2,600K. Wait, well, it depends, though. Is, is it comment or is I it posting? Because there's I don't a post. difference. I only comment. Okay, so you have the comment karma, which uh, is not... It's not as good. It doesn't have a, a lot of clout oh. uh, as the posting. Like, if, so, you have, if you have posting karma 2.6, you're able to post on almost all of the subreddits. Oh. But if you have comment <laughs> clout... Okay. Uh, yeah, they they don't give a shit. They just they're uh, just like a little clinger. Yeah, they, you're they, like a dingleberry of Reddit. They, yeah, they just cast you aside. So you have no respect. Well, you're the surf of Reddit. Yeah. Do they, you post on Reddit? I do, and the only reason why I have the karma that what's I your do, karma? Uh, it's in the four thousand range. Okay, uh, all right. I have Respectable. Lot, I have a lot of hot takes, you know. And well, so yes, you do. And so I, <laughs> it's, and, and plus, it also helps that I also rode to San Francisco on my fixed gear uh, bicycle. Oh. 
uh, which was an amazing uh, experience. But anyways, well, we will discuss that because I have we. I want to. Yeah. I want people to know about you a little bit more because okay. you're. You are and have been since the day you were born an old soul. An enigma. The day you were born and the day I brought you home, all seven pounds, eight <laughs> ounces of you. Seven pounds? You were a tiny little thing. You uh, flutter kicked out of my body. Couldn't wait to get you out of there. Couldn't wait to get out of there. That I hell. You need to experience the real jail. world. You had the face of an old soul, and everybody oh, who God. saw you used to call you a little old man because you looked like a little old man, and it was because your eyes were wise. They just looked like they'd seen some shit. I don't know what happened in utero. <laughs> like, I don't know if you absorbed your, your twin or what happened in there, but you came out going, I've seen some things, man. It, it was the films that you watched. <laughs> hey, I listened to classical music the entire pregnancy with that's, you. That's exactly Vivaldi, what happened. Vivaldi, Mozart, they were all there. <laughs> Beethoven, you were well treated to the uh, the art of the world. Anyway, oh, and you did see Beauty and the Beast in utero. Wait, the cartoon version, right? Yes, in theater. In theaters? Yes. Wow. Yes. So anyway, the, the thing with Reddit is for the first time today, I was called a fucking retard. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I'm like, first of all, I am not a retard. But For what, though? What, well, what was okay. the context? All right. So here's the, I context. Need the context. I will tell you. There is a person that I don't know very well. He's, I guess he's famous. Jordan Peterson. Do you know who that is? <laughs> oh, no, that, that, that conservative fuck. Okay, so that's who he is. All right, fine. Well, apparently he has a daughter who is starting a podcast. And he promotes her, her show a lot on his show. And I'm like, well, Ugh. what's wrong with that? I mean, it's her, it's his daughter. It's well, kind of like, so this is what I said. I sure, go, sure. basically, to me, if you're super famous, or I said pseudo-famous, and I got a lot of shit for that, too, because apparently he's not pseudo-famous. He is famous. But yeah. I said, I said, it's just like when you put a new show on before the Big Bang Theory or after the Big Bang Theory, if it's great... You don't need to rely on the Big Bang Theory forever. It'll stand on its own. If it sucks, it goes away. That's true. That's with every network television show. Right. So some guy goes, yeah, but TV's not like real life, you fucking retard. I was like, what? I'm like, of course it isn't. Of course it isn't. Anyway. So then I said, Jordan I stand Peterson. So then I did a I dumb thing. I can't believe it. I did a really dumb thing, and I said, well, I stand by my comment. And then people started making fun of me. No, don't. Like, I stand by my comment. I was like, all right, this is way too, this is not, this is like gaslighting always. And I'm like, fuck you all. I'm not built for this Joe Rogan subreddit at all. <laughs> so forget no, it. Yeah, no, so... Uh, <laughs> Forget it. I'm sticking I, I, with the dank memes. I well, I, I can't. I can't even keep my composure. Uh, yeah, no, you don't say that you uh, stand by your comment. Oh, is that is that inappropriate behavior? Yeah, just don't reply. Oh. standing by your comment means you just don't reply. <laughs> okay. You're just like it's there. I see. Just, for and the done. world. And done and You're done. You're standing nude for the world. <laughs> Okay. Well, I love Reddit. I, I think it's super fun, but I don't add content to Reddit, so sure. I guess I have to now. Uh, well, if I, I mean, want, if it means anything for me to have karma that well, is respectable, I'm I, going I, to have to add. And I, I would say this though: it's it's only if you feel like you have content to add. I you don't. Know? Well, exactly. You know? know, and I don't either. You All know, right. it's so. But you do. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. All right. So. 
in the spirit of getting people who are listening, getting to know you, I'm going to, I mean, I know you just like as well as I know myself for the most part, although you would probably disagree. That's not true. Uh, I know you pretty well. So I'm going to ask you a few questions that I may not know the answer to because it's been a while since we've had an in-depth discussion. No No. pressure. I don't expect super sophisticated, deep. You're not Jordan Peterson. I don't expect. Well, pre-19, though, like I think the last time that I was on the show was pre-19. And if I'm remembering correctly, we were reviewing the It movie. Yes, we saw It together. Oh, God, that was. You know what, Tyler? I miss miss us seeing horror films together. I do, too. We need to do that. I do too. I can't wait. Okay, so <clears throat> this one's pretty heavy, so I don't expect you to be able to answer it right off the bat. So let's we'll talk it through. Okay. But the okay. first question is, what's one thing you were taught that completely changed your life? Uh, one Besides thing, reading. Uh, so one thing that I was taught that completely, except reading, <laughs> I love it. Um, I mean, was there anything that you went, holy shit, this is going to change everything for me? It, it was therapy. It, well, yeah, maybe therapy, um, but that was more on my own too. I guess it would be more so. Like, is there anything that I taught you that changed your life? Oh yes, like yeah. what? Uh, uh, when uh, cooking scrambled eggs. Um, <laughs> really? To, yeah. So I guess if we're gonna if we're if we're gonna go in that route, yeah. cooking scrambled eggs. One time, you caught me just cooking scrambled eggs. Yes just regular scrambled eggs and you're just like oh you're not adding uh salt and pepper or anything to it and so i was <laughs> and as a lot of people uh, well i don't know if a lot of people know but since i'm vegan now yeah. i've been using this great product called uh, just egg which is not uh, egg it's not it's it's a plant-based egg scramble liquid Yes. And I put I put the salt. Oh, so you I know put, how to season it properly. Yeah, I put the salt, I put <clears> the <throat> pepper, I put the garlic salt in it. And also, I, I put the rice in it, too. Oh, right. You thicken it up, make it all hearty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you that's know. true. So I taught you how to season scrambled eggs. So if I if I could answer that question is, is that you taught me how to cook to be full. Aw, that's is, awesome and very true. Yeah, especially for someone my age who, who you know, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a millionaire like you and uh, <laughs> producer Daryl. Uh, you, you guys yes, are. Yes, we're you, so highfalutin. Yeah, Tyler. yeah, you guys, yeah, millionaires, <laughs> right, right there. And yes. um, but don't yeah. you see the gems just sitting in the corner, uh, wasting course. away? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and um, so <laughs> what I was gonna say is that seasoning. Uh, meals has yeah, been a, uh, is a life changer. has been a life changing experience. I, and I wish I could say something more deeper. No, if I just, if I that's c- good. That's a good one. Okay, well, learning so- how to season and eat food to make it taste good and to make you full. Like what I realize actually on that same line is that there is a lot of people your age and even my age who were never taught how to cook. Sure, like those. Yeah. Those old school like grandmas and moms who used to cook and teach the their children, meals. they don't teach anybody how to cook anymore. That's why Hello Fresh and Blue Apron are so popular oh, because nobody knows how that. to cook anymore, and I so even, and they have to have instructions. But what do I you was, know? How many times you and your sisters asked me to put a cookbook together of all the food that I've made so that you can make it yourself? Oh, plenty, constantly, of times. plenty of times. Yes. Uh, what I was going to say though, now that we're on that subject, yeah, is producer Dare. 
Daryl, he taught me how to change an alternator in a Toyota. <gasps> That's awesome. And uh, you'll always know how to do it. And now. I'll always know how Forever. to do it. And, and so That's when excellent. I have a, a Tyler Jr., uh, <laughs> whether it's a, a boy or a girl. You're not going to name him Fauntleroy or something like Really old school hipster? Uh, no, no. It's gonna, You're going to have a junior? Be, well, the, the, the girl is going to... I plan on uh, naming the girl Clara Ann. Okay. I, I love the two names. But anyways, uh, <laughs> not to get off topic yes. on children names. Of which, course. Um, changing an alternator in a Toyota is a technical experience that I learned from producer Daryl. And I, 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 I will never forget it. That's awesome. I will never forget it. So yeah, that's the answer your question question is yes. i know how to make uh, scrambled eggs uh with my Tastes limited uh, uh, <laughs> with my limited cooking abilities and also yep. uh my mechanical experience that's awesome okay here's another question if you were having a dinner party and you can invite three people alive or dead who would you invite Peter Abeta, who is a host on Middle Class Film Class. Okay. Uh, Joseph Navarro, who is also a host on a Middle Class Film Class. And Jim Morrison. Ooh, that's a good one. I thought for sure you'd say Kurt Cobain. Uh, no. You don't need to know anything about yeah, him? No, I, he's an asshole. Oh, well, he's that's an he, he, he's an asshole. You I, identified I you identified with Cobain for a very long time, though. Only aesthetically and and only imagery based. It was you still look like him. Well, I, I'd argue that. But you're uh, wearing a striped short sleeve Ernie I, shirt and I, you have I, long blonde hair. Look, I don't need the attacks right <laughs> now. Uh, all I need to tell you is that. And as your mother, I have to tell you get a haircut. Anyway. <laughs> well, well, it's 19. Where am I going to get a haircut? I know. But uh, anyway, so Joseph, Peter, and Jim Morrison, because I think you'd bring you guys a, a would spice be... into the stew. You know what? I have to say, I would love to meet Jim Morrison. Me too. That would be a pretty cool thing. I wonder how he is. I you know, I know right? this is weird, but whatever, my gut reaction when someone asks me if you could invite three people, alive or dead, to dinner, I always say Elvis. Always. Oh. I always say Elvis and John Lennon, and I it's always musical. I don't oh. give a shit about... Fuck John Lennon. No, no, he's an asshole. So what? Uh, uh, Elvis. He's crazy. I want to. I want to know how. Why he's so weird. Yoko can't come though. Well, it of only course. has to be John. Yeah, yeah, Yoko, Yoko can't come. And actually, uh, really, uh, yeah, no, Yoko can't come. And if you're gonna bring someone back from the dead, yes, uh, I am. John bring- Lennon. No. No, it, it should be Elvis because Elvis was a man of the people. He like he is, he he grew up poor. Yeah. He grew up in the South poor. Yeah. Like he he's yeah. a man of the people. So I would he, love he would, to know what he has to say about things. He had some weird things, but I think well it, later in life. Though. Well, he had a later. thing for really young girls. Well, <laughs> or one young girl, I should say. But anyway, oh, and I would probably want to talk to Prince. Uh, That'd be an unusual thing. It's not your thing. I know. Well, I like Prince, but he's an asshole, too. Well, okay. What musician isn't that isn't a genius? Do you know of any? I don't. They're all weird and mean. Yeah, I know. And And, and, and it's funny that you uh, mentioned that because I watched a a, a three-hour documentary uh, by Martin Scorsese. No, 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 no. no. Uh, A three-hour documentary on Bob Dylan by Martin Scorsese. Ah. And he is the weirdest guy (laughs) that I have ever met. 
Yeah. Like, well, through uh, the the interviews, I sure. I, I, he he seems so weird. I kind of want to meet Linda Ronstadt. She's not dead, but I really <laughs> idolize her quite a bit, and I also love Cher. Well, she's those not, are my answers. She's not dead, but uh, technically, well, like, she can't sing the way she wants to sing. But, but Cher, though, um, you I know, it, love Cher. you know, it's funny on our uh, most recent episode of American Cycle on middle class film class. I uh, <laughs> well, actually, no, I'm getting the two mix because i was also on another show where i called a disaster called a share noble and okay. and <laughs> everyone was saying no it's sure noble and i was sure like noble and yeah. i was like no it's share noble this disaster happened at shares <laughs> mansion oh geez <laughs> yeah so anyway all right well those are good questions um let's see what else another we one another i have question? i have several several Yes. Do you remember your first film debut, Hobos in uh, Nature? No, it's it, no. You're you're getting it wrong. Actually, what it's, was it? it? It's called Freaks of Nature. No, no, no. You did a hobo movie with Kyle. Kyle, you and Kyle Ugh. and Chad did Ugh. a hobo film. Yeah, no, it was called Freaks of Nature, and we just destroyed our action, my my action figures, not even theirs, my really? action figures. We destroyed Wait, them. What's with, the hobo thing I'm thinking of? Well, uh, th- there was uh, hobos uh, thrown around um, in the, in the mix of it all. But the film, but the film ultimately ended up being Freaks of Nature. Yeah, there, I think it's a, a six part film on a, uh, a cassette that I hope. That is lost because I don't want it to be found. I, we found. Um, I know you did. I saw the cassette on <laughs> on. I saw the cassette on the couch when you were reminiscing on our uh, childhood yes. achievements. Yes. And I, I I almost. I'm allowed to do that. By I the way, al- I almost took that cassette no, tape and, and no. destroyed it. That that absolutely not. You, so I much shame. No, it's your first film. I'm going to transcribe it into digital so I can no. watch it. Oh God! No. And you can you can critique on maybe on a next upcoming episode oh. of Middle Class Film Class. You I, guys I, can review it. Oh, I I will be thoroughly <laughs> embarrassed. Probably but, thoroughly intoxicated when you do it. Well, that too. Besides <laughs> the point, I don't want to see that again. Um, all right, fine. Um, all right. Well, if someone just if you became famous or pseudo famous and they decided to do a film on your movie or a, a movie on your life. Who would play you? You know what's funny? I on my drive home from work today, I was thinking about making a documentary about myself. Oh, so you can't play yourself. No, if Hollywood funds a film about yeah. your life. Who's going to be cast as Tyler in the movie? <laughs> well, the obvious answer is Ryan Gosling. I gotta have Gosling in that in, in in that picture. He is what I. Well, so there's... I don't know. I always think of Jared, uh, not Jared Leto, but Joaquin Phoenix. Although oh, you don't Jared have the, Leto. you don't uh, got the weird lip. Joaquin. Ve- uh, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix is a good contender too. I think Joaquin Phoenix could play you perfect. Although he's a little dark, and you're not actually as dark as you think you are. No, you're no, pretty no, no, funny. No. Yeah. So, but Jared Leto I, could do it. Although he's a little no, weird. no, no, no. Jared Leto couldn't do it. Mm-mm. But uh, Ryan Gosling and Joaquin Phoenix have perfected the uh, quirkiness of what I could be. But at the same time, though, I'm <laughs> leaning more. Well, now that you mentioned Joaquin Phoenix, yes, I think that Joaquin Phoenix would 
be better because he's more method and i feel like he would come to me and he would ask me who i am as <laughs> a be, person you become friends and uh, deep yeah, partners uh, well yeah or uh shia labeouf i was gonna say shia labeouf oh, oh my yes. god he's insane he's yes. perfect although you know his dad's worse his dad lives in his garage did you oh. know that Yes, I did. Because you're so mentally ill. And and so... It, it's it, better than being homeless, though. If, if any of the listeners are listening right now, uh, please check out Honey Boy. <laughs> uh, oh, I've the, heard of that. It's the Amazon Prime original. It does a beautiful take on Shia LaBeouf's early career. <gasps> um, Is it documentary? No, it's not oh, documentary. Okay. It's, it's more fictionalized, mm. but... It's an incredible film on Shia's career, and Shia LaBeouf plays his own dad. Like I do remember this. It's good. It's so good, and and the fact that it was not nominated for an Academy Award is it's a goddamn travesty. I can't I can't believe <laughs> really? I can't believe that Shia wasn't recognized. There there is a, a I think he's one of those outsiders that nobody wants to give yeah. any credit to. Well, Hollywood's that... very picky about who they will true uh so so and and that brings me to my next point is that there's a discrimination towards streaming original movies i agree except for the irishman which was okay it's only because of martin scorsese yeah Yeah. and and that film was boring as shit and also the digitally (laughs) the the digitally de-aging of the Zero. actors, I can't believe it. It makes me crazy. <laughs> I um, would agree with you on that. Uh, it's so. I sat through it. You know what? I sat through that three thinking. hours. I did. I sat through three the whole hours. thing, and I sat there going, "Okay, I have to watch this because it's Martin Scorsese, and I have to try to appreciate it for what it is." But really, he's an old man who plays who makes the same movie over and over again with the same people i was like i was i was disappointed i mean i guess it's fine you're better off watching the sopranos if you want if if you want a good mafia story Mm. you're better off watching the sopranos and the godfather and uh, maybe the godfather too uh, Godfather Two is a classic too, which is unusual because most time most time sequels are not, but this one was. It's so. one of the top five of the perfect sequels. Did you hear that Zac Efron is remaking Three Men and a Baby? Because <laughs> you know why not? Uh, you know it's funny uh, to just to pull the curtain behind a little bit more on our newest episode of Middle Class Film Class when we're removing <laughs> uh, reviewing American Psycho. Yes. There's a list of uh, so I was betted twenty dollars to not say ugh um, <laughs> during a, a during a segment of Tyler's Rage of right. which I I don't ick movies. Yes, <laughs> can yeah. you do it? Yeah, I do. Okay, I, well we're not going to explain Tyler's Rage. They're gonna have to ch- they're gonna have to log in and listen to your episodes <laughs> to find out what that means. I encourage you. It's so funny. It makes me laugh. So. Who would play me in your movie? If you say Melissa McCarthy, I'll punch you in the mouth right uh, now. Of course not. <laughs> How dare you even say that? Just, no, I. What, I love her though, but no. No, 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 no. It, it would be either uh, Susan Sarandon or <gasps> she's so old or uh, uh, she's grandma's age. She can play grandma. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Um, who plays Ripley in Alien? 
Oh, I can't remember Sigourney her name. Weaver. Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, you could be the Sigourney Weaver in mm. my film. All right. Uh, they all no. have short hair. Well, that I can't be J Lo. <laughs> oh, J Lo, no. that's a good. One. I don't look like her at all. Come on, it doesn't that would matter. J Lo and Ryan Gosling star in Tyler's Life. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that would be hilarious. So They'd be like, ooh, now that's something I'll watch. That's interesting. Next question. Okay, final question. What job do you think you would be terrible at? I can't think of anything. I think you can do anything. Yeah, well, that's why I'm asking. Uh, well, so the, it, it's, yeah, I'm very passionate in making my scoots. So. <laughs> I think what I would have a problem with is if I was selling life insurance. Life insurance would probably be the worst job that I had because, you know, you're interviewing people who are on their goddamn deathbed. (laughs) Trying to buy life insurance for their family. Yeah, and in a terrible, like, fashion, too. So so, uh, selling life insurance would probably be the worst job that I would have because I would make no commission because eventually the... You'd just uh, be giving it away. Yeah, the customers (laughs) would be like, oh, I can't afford this. I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Uh, There you go. No problem. Even not, though. I'd just be like, okay, I'm going to leave your residence right now. All right, and uh, finally... If you could have one do-over in your life, would you take it, and what would it be? I would not take a do-over because I would not be where I'm at in my life right now mm-hmm. if I did take a do-over. But if, it, hypothetically speaking, if I was going to take a do-over, I would probably have drank more water when I was riding myself to uh, the Golden Gate Bridge on my bicycle. Let's discuss that really quick. So how old were you? I was I, I was on the cusp of 21. So you and your friend at the time decided to, for whatever reason, go on some kind of spiritual journey. Yeah, that's not true. So so okay, um, tell me. So I have an older friend. His name is Jeremiah. He and his friend Thomas rode the same route that I rode when I rode to San Francisco to the Golden Gate Bridge. So this is from Sacramento to San Francisco. You rode a fixed-speed bike, Uh, Yeah, a a fixed-gear bicycle, which if the listeners, if you don't know what a fixed-gear bicycle is, it's a bike that has no free wheels. So, like, you know how when you ride a bike, like, you can not pedal and it just coasts? Yes. That's not what happens on this bike. (laughs) It just stops. You have to pedal. Like, even when you stop pedaling, it's still pedaling because it's a fixed gear. Got it. So, you know, I packed up up some bags of clothes and I, you know, I just, I rode to Davis through the rural part of Davis to wine country through, uh, not Panama, uh, Pataluma. Pataluma. Yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) Panama. Um, Panama. um, So... (laughs) Yeah. So you so, rode through the wine country, through Petaluma. Yeah. And I all rode the way through up Pet- through. All the way to the Golden Gate Bridge. And I have a famous photo yes. um, that has me uh, holding up my bike. Which in- I will post on our on our website for you uh, so everyone can see. Yeah. And I, I wish I was uh, better at that photo. But anyways, oh, well. it doesn't matter. I remember, well, first of all, 
what made you decide to do this? Oh, because I looked up to Jeremiah like a uh, like a father figure almost. Like he was just like this older guy that he, you know, he he was about seven years older than me. Like a big brother, maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He told me like while like we were drinking one night, and he was like, you know, I rode to San Francisco once. It was like a famous thing in our uh, in our, in our peer group, mm-hmm. and I was like, I can do that. <laughs> and so I trained for four months yeah. during the winter and springtime. I remember, and I, I was riding up these excruciating hills, you know, like building up my, uh, my cardio and all that, stamina. and stamina, and then. I wanted to do this by my birthday um, because I wanted to ride into a bar, like (laughs) ride into a bar with my bike and just be like, give me a beer. (laughs) And so I did exactly that. Yeah. And it was probably the one of the most successful uh, things that I put my mind to other than my uh, uh, career, obviously. Um, So, yeah, I did it. It was, what uh, what was it like for sleeping? And uh, you guys brought a tent. Did you not bring a pup tent? I don't. Yeah, remember. yeah, yeah. We we uh, me and my former friend uh, Kyle. We uh, we uh, because he decided to be along this journey mm-hmm. with me, which he was not prepared for. Like I was miles <laughs> ahead of him, oh. and I would and I would have to stop on some of the hills to wait for him, and I would oh. be like waiting like 15, 20 minutes, and like I would be like you know anxious. I'd be like, come on, yeah. And he wasn't even on a fixed gear too. He was on a road bike. <laughs> He had the gears. So and so and he so, just hadn't trained like you. No, did. he didn't because I was riding every day. Yeah. And, you know, I and so the first night we slept in a park. We just, you know, we set up a tent in a park and uh, the sprinklers started coming on us. <laughs> and great. we were like, oh, my God. And so we like <laughs> slept on the uh, trail, like the cement trailway that you would find at your regular park. Oh my gosh! And I can't believe cops didn't like make you move along. No, no, no. So here's the thing, though, is because they knew what we were doing. Ah. Uh, but the cops never came. But uh, some person who was walking their dog like at six in the morning, they like found us like on like the sidewalk, and they asked us, "Are you okay?" And we we're just like. Oh yeah, we're just uh, bike traveling, and they, the 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 kindest response that I could ever receive. They're just like, keep on keeping on. Oh well, and, Davis is very hippy dippy. They're well, they're all about that. Yeah, so mm-hmm. so we packed up our things, and then we went on our way, and uh, it took us a couple of days to get there, and then eventually, when we got there, we took the famous picture on the Golden Gate Bridge, which yes. uh, Jeremiah and Thomas took that picture too like and and so like i did it and i sent it to him and all he said was that's really great man (laughs) that's all i needed to hear and so and so and then then after that we rode in the city and we rode in the city for a little bit because uh riding a bicycle in the city is so fun really yeah it's it's aggressive i i'm a purveyor of driving too so like you know driving in places like that it it was it was just 
it was basically up my alley. Yeah. Uh, I have race car blood you in do. my in, in, in my veins. <laughs> you do have racing blood in your veins. It is true. And that was uh, gangbusters. And then we, we, we rode into a bar. We got a couple of drinks. And then we went to a hotel, which was, by the way, I can't even believe the, the, the rates that the hotel, <laughs> that a Motel 6 have in San Francisco. They say San they're Francisco. only $30. Not in San Francisco. It was 160 for a Motel 6? Yes. Did was... you get picked up by a prostitute? No. No. I, I thought you did. I, I, I wish. You told me you did. I, 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 I did not say that. That. What did you say? You said there was a lady and you got scared and you ran to your hotel room. Oh, yeah. There was a lady who, who uh, offered her services. Yes. And, that's a prostitute. Yeah. And I and I did get uh, uncomfortable and I, <laughs> and, and I rode my bike as fast as I could. I have back. to tell you, when you kept saying I did get, I'm like, please, please don't tell me you did get anything. No, of course Okay. Not. Of course Frightening. not. Frightening. No, I, I, I'm not an idiot. Well, I mean, I did raise you somewhat right. Thank God. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, so that's, that's the story. I I could go more in depth in it, but uh, I think it's a great. You could write a small story about that. I could I think, for I, sure. I, I could, and yeah. I might. I might do that. You should one do day. it. I think it's a good idea. It's it's something that not everyone does. I mean, that's a really cool journey. Yeah, everyone about, says that, but it's not a big deal. You well, know, anyone you don't, can do it. Okay, well, let me just add my participation in your story. You also were riding home from San Francisco. You didn't just dri- ride there. You were riding back. That's right. That's and right. in Vallejo, you wiped out. Yeah. And you were... Let's not bring that up. Dehydrated. You were exhausted. I came and got you. And what sucked was there ha- there was a, a fire on the side, not where you were. It took me well... It took me almost three hours to get to you, which normally should have taken me 70 minutes. Yeah. And I was terrified because I'm like, my son, he's somewhere and I don't even know where he is. He's dead. <laughs> And no, it wasn't that bad. I just, I, it's. It wasn't, but you were so tired. In fact, when you got was, in the car, you fell asleep immediately. It was one of you my crashed. more shameful moments. I know. And you're like, I want to keep going. I'm like, well, do you want to go? I mean, you can, but no, you were so out of it. You yeah, were so tired. I, I, it was one of my more shameful moments in life. But anyways, Aww, I, I, well, no, enough about me. Let's continue <laughs> on with the show. Fine. Well, see, people are getting to know you. You have a lot of tenacity. You're Uh, smart. You really uh, love your podcast. uh, So there we go. All right. We do a segment. uh, Paula and I do a segment where it's called Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. So we're going to do some Hugly and Awkward Moments of the Week. Okay. Movie theater edition. two stories today but i thought you would probably appreciate them and maybe you could understand or share your own awkward moments in movie theaters okay i went to see hellraiser bloodline in the movie theater the movie begins and it's very bright and full of sunshine i thought to myself that they're really setting up for some great on the full sunshine kills in south miami before they go to space (laughs) It dawns on me that maybe I'm in the wrong movie theater, and I ended up realizing I was watching Robin Williams' movie, The Birdcage. <laughs> so he went to the wrong movie. How do you do that? I don't know. Who was that? Who did that? I don't know. <laughs> They're anonymous. 
The next one, which I picked this one because I took you to see Batman, uh, the original. Uh, you were a baby, though, so you probably don't remember very much. You it might doesn't have been matter. Four... It was imprinted on me. Yes. My mom tends to fall asleep in movie theaters. She's also a very loud <laughs> snorer. She took us to see Dark Knight, and I'll never forget the scene when they're deciding on whether or not they should blow up the ship of prisoners. <laughs> The tension in that scene and the score is really intense, and the score starts to go quiet. The mu- the music and stuff starts to yeah. go quiet, yeah. and when it starts to get really quiet, my mom bellows out a huge, <laughs> cutting through the entire scene, the entire theater. No, <laughs> I woke her up, mortified, and required her to stay awake till the end of the movie. That's the climax of the movie. I know. <laughs> in fact when i was reading it some of the comments were like oh my god that scene's so intense i can't even imagine someone snoring through that i haven't seen the dark knight in a really long time but i do remember that scene very well oh, okay so <laughs> i don't even know what to say about the hellraiser one <laughs> who goes to see hellraiser bloodline in the theater did that even come out in theater i want to i want to I wanna question the legitimacy <laughs> of that one it did and, but, and the thing is to end up watching The Birdcage, which is a, te- a movie that's almost 20 years older than Bloodline. So what were you doing? <laughs> Where was this at? Was there was it an old-timey theater? He, he was probably in his cups, you know? Like, yeah. you know, he was in his cups, he got off of work, and he was like, oh, Hellraiser Bloodline, that came out recently, right? And then he just goes, and he and I don't know what he was thinking. He just he's like, "Give me a ticket to Hellraiser." And then the poor uh, movie ticket guy, he was like, "Well, uh, this is just as good." <laughs> and yeah. and you know he's out of it. He doesn't know what's going on. He took a cab to the theater. Exactly. The, the the Hellraiser Bloodline one it perplexes me because it's like. He, when I okay, so uh, here's a story that I have. I uh, on our show, middle class film class, we <laughs> occasionally do field trips to movies. And one time, Pete drove me to uh, a movie with me and Joseph, and I was out of it. Maybe I had too much to drink, Maybe. and uh, probably uh, knowing me, and we went to see The Hunt. Which is like oh the, that political movie yes okay yes, yes I get into my seat and my seat is comfortable as my bed and I fall asleep <laughs> and I wake up at the end and I'm hearing all of these conservatives uh, screaming out and like I start yelling at the screen and Peter's like shut the fuck up Tyler <laughs> what are you doing. What and, were you doing? And and I was and like I like kind of woke up like after he told me that because you know like I I was anxious about you know like not being like an asshole and I was like what what am I doing I I don't even know so I can imagine <laughs> that this guy he just he's in his cups and he goes and sees uh, something that he thinks is Hellraiser and and <laughs> I, I I don't even know what to say but the Dark Knight one that's a to me like <laughs> Did that I, hurt your feelings I, I, how can you fall asleep during that movie that's a one of uh, well in one of our episodes uh, we review uh, christopher nolan's best movies and the dark knight was number one it is a good movie well 
from a mother's perspective, I will tell you that I have had to sit through my share of terrible films with small children. Like what? I, I want to hear these. Uh, all right. Uh, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. Oh, I Pokemon. didn't take you that one. No, but I had to take you to see Pokemon Mewtwo. Well, that's Pokemon 1, and that wasn't that... Well, I can see from an adult perspective. And although I will get a lot of shit for this, I saw a Harry Potter movie in theater and hated it. Which one? The one where Dumbledore dies. Oh, Dumbledore. Whatever his name is. (laughs) Yeah, Dumbledore. And what made it worse was the people behind me were weeping. And I'm like, what is going on? Did you not read the book? You know he dies. That was Deathly Hollows Part 1. All right, all right. And, uh, I was bored. Well, I agree with you, though, is that the Harry Potter movies, yeah, the first one, classic. Spy Kids. I had to see Spy Kids in 3D. Hey, well, you uh, went to that? Yeah, well, I used to watch Spy Kids on the VHS every day. <laughs> I've like, seen all the Rugrats movies in, movie, in theaters. I've seen, there was a Wild Thornberries film that we attended. We saw saw the Wild Thornberries film in theaters. Yes. Wow. Yes, I took you to everything. And so when I say that she probably, this poor mother, was desensitized (laughs) to what a good film or a bad film is because her her children were like, we have to see it. She had gotten used to napping because you know what? That's where mothers sleep. Mothers rest when their children are being entertained. That's That's the only way. That's where they can find their peace. Yes, they're like, all right. Taking their children to films they That's don't right. They're like they, they are quiet. They're eating their crappy food, and I'm going to rest quietly. What gave her away is she's a snorer, which is unfortunate. <laughs> and what That's better what better way to have a good rest in a dark air conditioned room with quiet, safe children? Yeah, with quiet because the, 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 the children are enamored with what's going on in the screen. That's correct. But. I have to say, The Dark Knight, objectively. Well, she what, didn't know. I, that, that doesn't matter. I don't. I don't give a good goddamn what she <laughs> thinks. The, the Dark Knight, whatever age you are, is the most entertaining Batman film ever released. That's I mean, my hot take. All right. I find it hilarious that you are cool with going to theaters because when you were little, you I practically had to buy you headphones because the noise bothered you so much. No. When I saw when I took you to see Batman, actual Batman, the the OG. Uh huh. Oh wait, well it was the one with Nicole Kidman. Oh, I think that was that uh, Batman Returns. Batman Returns. Okay, yeah, uh, I was with say Catwoman that. or with the uh, Penguin. I, I can't. Penguin. It was okay, Penguin with Danny DeVito yes. as the Penguin. So we went to see that. You were just an inch. You were a nugget of a child. I was a bean. Barely a bean. And so you, the whole time you were like this. And you had your blanket with you. You oh. had your you had your witty. And you oh. had it sur- around your shoulders and up sm- smushed into your ears because you couldn't take the noise. It was too loud for you. Why? Well, and I, I got in trouble because Grandma's like, he is a sensitive boy. He can't handle the loud noises. You're being cruel. <laughs> that, well, I'm glad that you made me persevere because yeah. eventually I became a, a huge film fan. And did. I, I became a huge uh, movie coach. I will say, I, I didn't realize that I introduced you to Friday the 13th. <laughs> oh, that's true. You did. But, you know, you didn't show me the I film. feel like a bad parent for no. No, 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 no. You, you didn't show me. God, it's so good. You didn't show me the film. You just mentioned it offhand. Oh, 
okay. And then, All uh, right. and then, and then I found my way to uh, <laughs> uh, to the movie, and I yeah. and that that was the start. I opened up that box. That now was the you're start all about. You know, according to your girlfriend, you want a bat motif in your dungeon, in your new home that you're moving into. My lair. Your lair. Yeah, that'll be exciting. All right. Well, uh, officially, although you've mentioned it no less than 10 times, the name of your podcast (laughs) is Middle Class Film Class. You can find it on Apple. And can you find it on Stitcher and iHeart? You can find it anywhere All where right. you stream podcasts. I don't and give a damn. Do you have uh, social media? Uh, yes. So we have a. We actually have a Twitter. You do? We, yes. We uh, I podcast middle class film class. All right. Uh, we have an Instagram called middle class film class and our Facebook page uh, middle class film class. If you if you will. What's uh, the latest episode coming out? What film are you reviewing? So we're reviewing American Psycho, which this is a gold standard. Standard episode. Okay. We, there, there's a lot of surprises in this episode okay. that uh, are previously have been unheard of. I, I demand the ugly truth uh, 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 listeners to check us out. I do enjoy your show. I love the dry humor. I love how they're constantly trying to tell you to, you know, behave or whatever. But they love the, you're you're the adorable. You're like the uh, you're the emotion of the podcast. That's right. That's right. Yeah. No, I am. I am the Glenn Danzig of our show. There you go. Uh, there you and go. I've I've said that a few times. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I look forward to the Tyler's Rage merch. Uh, well, <laughs> can't wait. And uh, for a sneak preview, though, there is a new. So last episode we didn't have a Tyler's Rage segment, but this episode we do. Oh, and it's great. And it's good. Well, Tyler, thank you so much for sitting in. I hope oh, people got to kind of get an idea of who you are and what I have to deal with on a day to day basis for the last. 40 years of my life, but not that long, actually, 20 something. I don't know math. Although I love all of my children the same, you are my most favorite son. And I'm so glad you sat in. That's not true. I am the favorite. Well, we'll take that survey on Thanksgiving and we'll see uh, what the results say. And we will go from there. I really hope. I we, you hope we, you can retain we, the, the, no, the. Well, no, I, I don't. I don't. I don't give a good goddamn about my position. <laughs> All I care about is we spin on our Thanksgiving dinner. It's it's gonna be great. Yes, it will be great. So thank you, Tyler, for sitting in. Hey, well, the, thank you. You're welcome. Bye, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Say yeah, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.